season two of Project Distinct, the podcast that shows you how to make your efforts stand out so you can move up. Discover what it takes to grow your business and yourself with best-selling author and member of the Sales and Marketing Hall of Fame and the Professional Speakers Hall of Fame, Scott McCain. Are you familiar with the term surrogation? I wasn't either (laughs) until this month's Harvard Business Review and a terrific article I want to tell you about that emphasizes something I wrote about 20 years ago. I wrote about this and it's the cover of this month's Harvard Business Review. It's on how sometimes we let metrics measurement undermine our business. Are you letting the numbers screw up your business? I think many businesses are. I've thought it for the last two decades and more. And we're going to talk about that today on Project Distinct. Brought to you by DistinctionNation.com. Yes, Distinction Nation, where you can go and download free ebooks, free workbooks, even a free 14-day audio program on what it takes to create personal distinction. How do you stand out to get what you want in life? It's absolutely free. All you got to do is go sign up at distinctionnation.com. Join the nation. Get these free resources at distinctionnation.com. So in this month's Harvard Business Review, there's there's a terrific article. It's about it's called The Tyranny of Numbers. And this particular article is called Don't Let Metrics Undermine Your Business. And I've talked for a long time about what I think are the tyranny of numbers in business and how it leads many businesses astray. I've heard so many leaders say, you can only manage what you measure. Have you heard that? You can only manage what you measure. I think nothing is further from the truth. In fact, I think some of the most important things in business are those things that we cannot accurately measure. How do you put a number on an employee's level of motivation? How do you determine the emotional engagement that a customer has with you and your brand? How do you quantify that? I I don't think there's any hard and fast reason to do so. And I think that trying to do so is messing up a lot of businesses. We have trained, and you've heard me say this before if you're a frequent listener to this podcast, we've trained an entire generation of leaders and managers to go by the metrics, and the metrics aren't what matters as much in business today. You saw this week, this past week, announcements by top CEOs like Jamie Dimon of, of Chase saying things like shareholder value is no longer the primary objective of our organization. We have more stakeholders to consider for the long-term success of this company. Gosh, there's nothing further from the truth. He's, He's so true. I mean, when we think that shareholders are the only things that matter, then we take short-term steps that undermine our long-term ability to be successful. Managing by the quarterly return is not the way to manage a business. But yet we let those metrics undermine uh, not just a business. We've let those metrics kind of undermine an entire uh, look at what organizational development should be. At any rate, as it comes to every size business, and even you personally, this comes into play. As Harvard Business Review says, quote, metrics are a fact of business life, essential to measuring performance and executing strategy, but they can also be pernicious. Michael Harris of Keenan Flagler Business School and Bill Taylor of the Marriott School of Business, demonstrate that performance management is frequently conflated with strategy, producing all sorts of unwelcome consequences. It continues to say the problem is that business metrics are inherently imperfect. Most are used to quantify an intangible goal. 
Isn't that true? I mean, don't we see that? We use metrics to try to put a quantification on an intangible goal. We, I've had that happen with speeches before. People say, what's the ROI? In other words, how do we specifically measure whether our people take action? Not realizing that it's not just the speech, but it's the pre-work and the post-work and everything else that is involved that's going to determine the relative engagement of your team. If you don't have engaged employees, any speaker, me included, get up talking for an hour and go solve your problem. It might help, but it's not going to solve. You're trying to put a metric on something that tries to quantify an intangible goal. It says here, even earnings, the most common measure, represents an abstract concept. As, as the authors say, your performance management system is full of metrics that are flawed proxies for what you care about. Isn't that a great line? Flawed proxies for what you care about. Here's an example they give. A company says, delighting the customer is a strategic objective. You've heard me talk about this here before. As Harris and Taylor note, the company will probably track its progress through online customer surveys. But then employees start thinking that the strategy is to maximize survey scores rather than to deliver a great customer experience. So they may begin pestering customers to give them high scores or send out constant nudges to take survey pop-ups, follow-up emails, robocalls. These make for a decidedly undelightful experience. I don't know if you recall, but I talked several times years ago on this podcast about my experience with BMW and the experience of buying the car and the dealership was really great. The horrible experience was the survey afterwards. And part of the bad experience, though, I guess in part was the salesperson saying, now, you're going to get surveyed and I need a 10. So if I haven't done anything to get a 10, please let me know. And if there's anything I haven't done to get a 10, then I'll give you some free car match to make sure you give me a 10. <laughs> that's kind of bribery, but that's that, that he was he was trying to fit the survey rather than to deliver the ultimate customer experience. Harrison Taylor showed in this article that we often confuse what's being measured with the metric itself, and that is the tendency called surrogation. Surrogation is especially dangerous when the metric is not well-matched to your strategy. It says here, consider what happened when Wells Fargo made long-term banking relationships a strategic priority and used cross-selling as the metric. Employees scrambling to meet their sales goals opened up millions, that's right, millions of deposit and credit card accounts without customer consent. The impact has been staggering. The banks faced billions of dollars worth of fines, legal damages, litigation, and expenses. Surrogation in this case, led to prioritizing sales numbers over the long-term health of the organization and its stakeholders. That's the opposite of sound strategy. So as leaders, as managers, what we have to do is to think about what's really important. Some of those things can be quantified and measured, but many cannot. And you've got to be okay with that. You've got to focus on how you lead and how you direct and how you manage. See, I've mentioned many times here, too, that sporting analogies are often overused, and I, I think that's part of the reason why they're overused is because many times in business, the things that matter aren't up on the scoreboard. At the end of the day, the coach is going to try to maximize how many points are on the board, and 
so many times in business, we have to take a longer view than just this game or this season. And that creates an incredible challenge when all you've done is to manage by the numbers and to believe that old saw about you can only manage what you can measure. If all you can manage is what you can measure, you aren't going to be much of a manager. We've got to focus on the things that we previously called soft skills. And isn't that a weird term? Like it wasn't as important as the hard skills. Yet try to go to your computer and run your hardware without the software. It can't happen. Let's focus on those things that create experiences. Let's focus on those things that create emotional connectivity. Let's focus on those things that generate loyalty from employees and from customers. And when we do that profitably, it seems to me that just about everything else is going to take care of itself. That's today's Project Distinct. Hope a couple nuggets there for you to think about in today's program. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing and subscribing. And I look forward to talking to you again tomorrow on the next new Project Distinct. You've been listening to the podcast to help you create distinction so you can stand out and move up. Project Distinct with Scott McCain. To have Scott become your virtual coach and to discover more distinctive resources, check out distinctionnation.com for free videos, posts, and more. To have Scott personally deliver his message at your next event, go to scottmccain.com. Please share today's message on social media and make sure to subscribe to Project Distinct on your favorite podcast app. We will see you tomorrow with another episode of Project Distinct. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.